Have a good Nerev Shabbos, everybody. Uh, I may throw in some Pekude stuff this week because next week I have a convention and I don't know if I'll be able to do it on Friday, this year. So right now, technically, it's canceled for next week. If we're able to do it on again, we'll let everybody know. But at the moment, right now, it's canceled. You have to understand what in the div wave is. You know, you say somebody's in the div wave, he's a good hearted person, he wants to give you. And in the Nisim, gave millions of dollars. I don't, I don't know what, what, what the words millions are, but millions of millions. All the Shalv Nesheim, Rabbi Meluyim, all the things that cost a lot of money, they gave it. And yet they took out the Yud from their names and they called them the Sim without a Yud because they didn't give, they were not in the Dive wave. Now, ask any executive director, what would you rather have, a guy come around and give you a couple of bucks or a guy to give you a blank check and tell you whatever you're missing at the end of the year, you just fill it in and it's done. And you're gonna tell you the blank check, of course. And yet the blank check is not in the div wave. And the div wave wants to be involved. He wants to be there daily. He wants to see what's going on. That's in the div wave. The guy who gives you a blank check is, it's money. Okay, money, I have money, so I have no problem with it. You just fill it up. That's not good enough for being for the mission. And in the end, Takid and the scene did not have any portion in the binion of Hamishkan except for the machzai shekel they gave for the Adonim. But past that, they had no, that they had a lot to do with the big kahuna, but they had nothing to do with the, they had a little bit of avoided, they do that, but not with the, not with the actual being on Mishra. And the reason that that happened is in the Kude, it gives you a, a mention of approximately what monies were given to the Mishkin. So it says, the shekel, now we know that uh, a kikir is three thousand kikrei keset, kikrei zohav menich, and then each kikrei zohav is twenty-five kikrei keset. And you want to go into chalkedish is usually double, so that's like six thousand. So figure it out. I mean, six thousand times times twenty-five thousand and twenty-five. Now times 30, times 30, times 60, times 20, times 25. And uh, that will give you an idea of how much money gold was collected. Silver, Mashman, there was no silver really, even though even as it says there was, but uh, the other Rishayim all seemed to hold there was no silver except Master Shepherd. And uh, the copper and other things, that whatever the value was, I'm sure there was less than the gold. So whatever it is, Figure it was rounded out to 30, as I say, 30 instead of living 29.7. Take out the mathematics, divided by 600,000 people at least, because don't forget in the Mishkan, there was really all the people were involved. 
not only uh, men, women brought their stuff too. And, and, and people over, over 20, and I mean under 20, people over 60 were brought. So maybe you're talking a lot of money that was given out. So I can't understand, but even let's take the 600,000, about 600,000, you land up in the 25, 30, something like that. So the average donation from every year, there's about 30 scrolls of silver. And the CM gave the diamonds, the jewels, and all the stuff that calls the big money. And they're talking about the sizes of this. You know, the, so we're talking about a stone that's that big, if you can write on it, the stuff like that, that it's thick, it's everything else. Is, is cost in the millions. There's no question if they're rare. And in fact, on the Gomorrah condition, you have an idea. What one stone, which not even the diamond, not even that, we're doing the semi, semi precious, so not even semi precious is what it's called. Uh, and, and, and it still was called, the profit was half a million dollars, according to over 400 something, whatever it was, 1,000. So you're talking about things that were very expensive and they gave it, and they're not millennials. And in a way, if it, it's totally an efficiency too. Uh, the reason we, we need, I'm not, I'm not backing executive directors out of the business, but the reason you need an executive director is because I need money now. I also have to figure out how to pay back that money now, so I'm gonna get money later. So this cheshman of people moving money around and this and that, I need someone doing that. So I need an executive director. What happened if I need just what I need every single day? Will I need an executive director? No. Do I have what I need? Now, I think that's the reason that Japan beat this in the car business in, in, way in the beginning. General Motors used to be the Russian, the way General Motors goes, so goes the country. Doesn't, it's not the Russian anymore, but what's one point that was the Russian. General Motors had a lot of companies. Besides the, the, the one company made motors, one company made brakes, one company made whatever else they did. Right? Each company was in full production. So a guy making motors obviously made less motors than a guy making brakes. Because you have it, so therefore the brakes were less. What do you do with when you have an uh, over uh, an over amount of whatever you make and putting the cars together? Uh, the guy, since you had to have all the walls and all the things, you know, the, all the parts of the car, that they put in was much less even. So they couldn't put together more than a thousand cars, let's say, a day. And the, and the guy making brakes makes 2,000. That makes the motors makes 1,500. What do you do with the excess? You have to put it in the house, in a, store, in a storage place. You have a storage place, you need guards. You need guards in your eagle. It's not efficient. You need a place of storage. On the other hand, if I made exactly the motors I'm going to put together in the cars today, exactly the brakes I'm going to put in the cars today, no excess. So then all of a sudden, your car costs you thousands of dollars less. And that's what the Japs were able to do. They did that. They made them the efficiency that they only made what they needed. And I think that was the same thing. They came by Baikia by Baikia. They only came twice, really. That's what they talk about every day. But they came by Baikia by Baikia to give what do you need today? What are you making today? What do you need my portion today? And that each one takes his portion, what he feels he's donated to. Obviously, no, well, nobody was tied down to the, the number of 25 that I said. Somebody gave 100, somebody gave 10. That's because each guy figured out what he his proportion is in an appeal. You have a guy who gives $100 an appeal, you got guys $18 an appeal. You have a guy who gives $1,000 an appeal. 
Now, why the difference is, it goes according to the pocket, it goes according to the need, it goes according to how valuable the thing is, important the thing is, whatever it is. Each body has different hashbainas, and therefore the same thing goes with how they gave their babay to But each one gave their portion. We'll talk about how they fix this in Pajmikudi. Okay. And the Beishlam tells you, you know, this is a Shiv it says, It's a very strange language it's used. I call in the name of the Salabin. The Tzala was 13 years old in the Mishkan. The reason why it had to be B'tzala, they say, is because Hur died for the Mishkan, for, for, for the ego. The Mishkan is a shtikl kapora for the, for the ego. So because of that, he wanted a descendant of Hur's to build the Mishkan. It could have been Uri. I don't know why Uri did not build it. He went to, into B'tzala. And the idea is, you say, what's the 13-year-old 13 13 year kid know? So he says, that's what I call us. You see that I called in his name because you see he can do all this stuff. He has to do all these different types of labor, which is, which is uh, specialized, and he's able to do it. And that means I put that chokhmah into him. So you see that, I, that, I, that I'm the one that I pointed him. That's how you do it. Okay. And same thing goes with anything you know. That when you see something, child prodigy, whatever it is, you know, well, can he do it or can't he do it? He's good at it, and God gave him the ability to do it, and he can be in charge. God didn't give him the ability to do it, he can't be in charge. I don't care how old he is. Now, the, it's interesting in the Tzivuyim that we have, that's in Parish's Tumor. The Venetians mitzave to build a kalim first. In the building of the Mishkan, it describes you building the building first. And this was the argument between Moshe and Mitzala. Moshe held that the, you know, the tzivah was the way it was given. The iron is the most important thing, so we go to iron. Second thing is the Mitzala uh, is the question, but if you can build a uh, kalim, where are you going to put it? So you got to be a building, but it okay. Which is a seeming good question. And obviously that's what he did. And it calls him Bitsalo for that reason. The Bitsal Kale, Bitsal Kale, that you're in the shadow of God and you understood what God really said. And therefore he followed Bitsalo's words. But we have a basic Kashi here. When was the Bishkin Mitsuva to build? When did they finish? On Chafhei Kislev, right? That's why we have Hanukkah, Chafhei Kislev. When did they put it up? Rosh Nisan. But where was it laying from Chafhei Kislev to Rosh Nisan? It was in Moshe's backyard. I don't know where it was. But it wasn't built. So if it wasn't built, what does it make you put the building first or not? Something important. So why is Moshe right? The important thing is the, what, we, what we have to build. What's what goes with the Kedush, because civilization, this is the most important part. So obviously there's a, these are all simonim 
of ruchnis, or whatever it is that the person <coughs> has to do, and the, the building is the person, and all these things are what the civilizations to the person is as they enter him. So it doesn't really make a difference if we have a building, we don't have a building, or we use the building, we don't use the building. The idea is that a building has to always be ready to accept its kalim. But if you have kalim, you can say there's kalim, but it doesn't need a building. That doesn't work. There's no such thing as kalim without a building. Building needs kalim. Kalim don't need a building. Or whatever. Kalim needs a building. Building needs kalim. Right? So therefore, we want to put these into the building, so therefore it's important that we, we have the building first. Okay. Now, we discuss one Rashi here, which I think is important. It, is, uh, it says, Vayasis Hakiyah, jumping around because I said we want to get some of the other stuff. In. The woman who used to hang around the, the, the Mishkan and uh, and they gave over their copper mirrors. Obviously, in those times, they made mirrors out of copper, not out of glass. And these mirrors were just the purpose of the mirror. The same thing as the purpose is now, to look good. And the main purpose of looking good is hopefully for the husband. So that's what they want to be attractive to the husband. And because of that, Rashi brings down, Meshul Abenu did not want to use it. Because, you know, we're talking about a very mundane act. We're talking about the act of procreation. And that's like a Tzniyist act, a private act. And why would we even advertise such an act takes place that we're going to take to make the Kedusha of the Koyin when he goes to do the Avoida, has to go wash his hands from a Kia made out of what? Out of women's mirrors? That's what bothered my Shabbat. And the Benshim tells him, this is more Choshev to me than all the other things. Okay, and how big was the Kia? There's a Gansi Shaila about if there was an actual measurement or not. Because obviously you can make the walls thicker or thinner, right? but but this much was clear that the only thing that went into it was the maras atzeves, and as big as how many donations there were, that's how big it became, and that 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 is clear. The question how much water held that that's how famous they have, but the uh, but it depends how big it will be. That's how big it will be. So it's interesting to bring down the Rashi here, and I'd like to go over it. This union that we just spoke about. Okay. They used to have these mirrors in the hands that they used to use when they got dressed up. They didn't stop them from bringing these for the Mishkan because these are very important items. And why would you give it up? But the Maisa, the Mishkan, is more important than anything else I have. Maisa was, uh, was displeased with them. So we did. Made for the Then you get desires. Right? Desire is not necessarily Yetzirah. The Bashan put desires into us. But obviously, when we let desires get out of hand, or we get beyond our Keach, they become a Yetzirah. That's what I mean. 
That's one that's a natural one as opposed to ones that we create ourselves. Amalei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God said to Moshe Kabbal, Eilu chavim olay menakol. These are more, more chavim to be anything else. Shal yideyem, he quoted them, Hemidu hanoshim tzivu ischavis mitzrayim. The women set up all the armies, all the members, built the Kali Yisrael in Mitzrayim, these mirrors. Yishahoyim, and now let's tell you a story how they did it. When the husband would retire from Avedis Perak, they went and brought him food. And they would feed them. And then they took out the mirrors. Each one would, would look at her husband her in, in the mirror. And she's now trying to seduce him. Or to say what? I'm prettier than you were. And through this, they bring the husband to Taiva. And Okay. Now, do you understand that how you can seduce somebody telling me that you're a slob? And I'm a nice looking great person. And that's going to be very seductive, I think. Right? And that's what she says. She said to him, I'm pretty than you are. Right? More dressed up. It's not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. If that's what you're talking about, that she only wanted to make herself attractive, she didn't have to bring the mirror. She dressed up at home and come in as the most attractive person around, and that's it. She doesn't have to show the husband how to run the mirror. She's mechazik, the husband. What are you doing? You guys do Avedis Perach. You're dead tired. You don't want to build a family. I don't need the achayas of family. I can't take care of my own job. I got to worry about taking having kids and worrying about them. I don't want it. Right? Look at me, the woman says. I also have Avedis Perach. The woman also had Avedis Perach. We also worked hard. Yet, we dressed up. I got you the food. I got you the clothes. I got everything else. Right? And I did it for you. Why? So we can have kids, right? So you're not, you're not worse than me. If I can do it, you can do it. And then the man gets up and says, okay, let me take a shower. Let's find out. And he goes out of the shower, gets dressed up, makes himself into attractive, whatever you want to call it. And all of a sudden, now we're back in business with normal people. And that's what the woman accomplished. In other words, they didn't just make a mice of what he called, they put a chizuk into the husbands that they desire to build a family. Now we can do it. Now I'm strong enough. That's what they did. That alone is what makes it more choshvetah than anything else. Because it doesn't go. Our lives are not supposed to be just with tithing. Tithing is made so we can have what we're doing. A person gets hungry because if he didn't eat, he died. So we make sure, God makes sure we get hungry. Same thing here, if there be no desire, then there's no generations. Nobody wants their highest of having kids. They don't need it. And we do have their taiva, we do have, so therefore what do we use it for? We have to do for the, for the mitzvah of, of creation. And that's what the whole purpose is. And that's what eventually really wants us to do. I eat because I have to serve at Kodesh Baruch. I don't eat because I will die. I have to live so I can serve at Kodesh Baruch. And that's the point that we have to work. And this is basically what we're doing. And, 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 and the woman, the men in this a lot, 
that's the biggest suzuki. The way you say behind every man you got this the woman, every sex man you have the woman. And it's true because you needed that chizuk. You need somebody. You know, I always once thought about this thing. Uh, when a guy gives you, you know, you, you, you finish a speech or something, and the guy gives you yeshikir. Assuming yeshikir that somebody means. You know, I don't think that that's necessarily much meant. The guy gives you a nice care for that. It's a good work. You feel good. Okay, you feel good about it, right? It's gaiven. You feel good about it. And you shouldn't feel good about the things, maybe. What can you mean this? Me? No. He said, no. If I wouldn't feel good about it, I wouldn't do it again. I don't want to take a chance on getting, uh, on saying the wrong thing, or being laughed at, or whatever it is. Why should I put myself on my own? That gives me yashikeach. Oh, now I'm going to put myself on the line because I, I see I can do something good. So it's a chizuk, not a, not a, not a gaivet point. That's the point you have to look at things in different ways. That's the important thing for me. The Kaliachotzer uh, Rashi brings down this. They're two things really. They had pegs on the outside and they have weights on the inside. Uh, if you look at the drapes in your houses, you still have drapes, I don't know if drapes are the things they put in the houses anymore. But if they do have it, look at the bottom of the drape, you'll see there's a weight there. Why? Because something has to hold the drape straight. And you have to have a weight to hold it straight. So the yistas have, so the chotzer uh, the, uh, had, had curtains. So they had weights inside that they held. But besides the weights, they also had pegs, which took the, the, each, each thing in and, and they put it into the ground. And the Shiva says, you learn two things from here. And any person, usually when you want to settle down anywhere, live in the neighborhood, there's two things. One has to come to care for yourself. That's, the, that's shown by the chutzah, by the weights in themselves. That's the chutzah itself has to be able to protect itself to say, this is the line, you don't cross this line, anything there. But then sometimes a person needs also a peg. He needs help from the people around him. So you should put that, that's the point of having a neighborhood, finding chaver and finding things. You need the peg, because a person needs a peg. So you need two things. You need yourself and you be strong by yourself, but you also need that peg. Can't disagree either one of them. You don't have it, you don't have it. But I'm saying, but you have to be always looking for it. Okay. So now we'll try a little bit with it. Okay, if he gives the Khajun, we discussed the Khajman that we did before. Um If you go to that part of the oh yeah, one more thing I talked about by Um the question is, you know, in what category are we gonna put the Lechma Punim into? As a carbon, which will hurry, that's what it is. In other words, made him as beach, right? The money for the Mishkan, it was not for the Korbanis. It was making them as beach. 
not for anything to bring on, for the bring bonus, they brought another machsa shekel, besides the one for the Adonim, the third machsa shekel, which is the 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 Kudayim Kisisa, that that and that goes for Kabonis. The the money for the for the Lechmapon, which is used every week, should come from there, right? Because it's Kabonis. Or do we say it comes from the Mishkan, from the money he gave for building the Mishkan? Now, why it would, I wouldn't know, because we don't find that the Bahamas came. But let's see what it says to do. So this is what God wants for the Truma. Take all of this stuff, right? And what do I want you to make from it? I want you to make it Tashuchem, Vesbadov, Veskokelov, Veis Lechem Haponim. So the Lechem Haponim has to be made from the money given for the Mishkan, not for the Kobanus. Why? Uh, now, again, I don't know how they did this by the Keteris. I don't know how they did this for here. Because obviously when they went out of Mitzrayim, they thought they were only going to be in the Midbar for a very short time. So whatever the Keteris they took with them was, uh, I don't know what they took it for, uh, but they may have thought they would build a Mishkan. They don't know because we remember we said, the Rebbeinu Shalei, I want you to give you what's mine. Now, what's mine? We don't know what's yours, God. You told me you want trailers, a room, and all these things they want, and all, all those things. And they were made already. Yagravino made it, Atishitim. He planted whatever that means. Uh, he maybe put away Shemna uh, Moel. These things, you got a guy's got to take it. How much is this? Nothing. We don't ask questions. Yagravino said, take it, take it, take it. We go. Okay, then we see we need it. Now, Obviously, if you talk about Keteris, you're going to need Kobanis, you're going to need Keteris for 40 years. If you talk about Kobanis, you're going to need Kobanis for 40 years. Maybe they had enough Shukahamis for that, they'll get to reproduce. So we have Kobanis, but what I'm saying, but whatever it is, they had, they need things that they're taken out in the last number 40 years. Now, flour obviously didn't take. Why didn't they take? You know, for sure didn't take. Because they had matzah, they made they made what they had, the matz, and they went out Mitzrayim. With that shiroim that they had left over, they lasted 30 days until the moon came into play. So therefore, they didn't have any flour to make more bread, stuff like that. So how did they know what the flour is? So obviously, they must have taken some flour out, or maybe not. Maybe they had they were able just like, uh, even though the goyim probably couldn't see us because we were on an Aniak covered, maybe it looks like mist, whatever it is there. In the desert, obviously, the times maybe when we were able to go out. And then to, to, to do business with some of them, whenever we need something from them, especially like the, like the flower we're talking about. But what difference does it make where the money comes from? I mean, because we need the money. It's a difference. It's a big difference. Then. There are, the shulchan represents the financial uh, commitment, whatever it is, the bracha that the rebation is going to give us in order to be able to do his mitzvahs. He didn't just give it to us to have a good time. He gave it to us to do the mitzvahs. And therefore, that's basically the purpose of the shulchan. The menayre, that's already the, the avayde. That's, that's the non-physical things, the learning teva, the things of that sort. So now, when you give the shemen, I mean, the shemen amoy, when you give it over, what do you say? You're saying, you're 
uh, we're doing it. So if we do it, very nice. We don't do it, Taylor's not going to be learned. Simple as that. There is the bench is not going to be make learn Taylor for us. It's us and nobody. Okay, so that's the manera. On the other hand, if God is asking you to spend money, he has to give me money to be able to spend. But he doesn't give me the money. How am I supposed to spend it? So the banks who are asking the banks shall give us the money that we need to support us. Okay. Now he can give it to us in two ways. He can give it to us and say, I'm giving you X amount of dollars per year. In it, I want you to do this, 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 and this, and this. Now you take your priorities. Do you want to eat? Do you want to do a mitzvah? That's up to you. Okay. That's one way of doing it. But obviously, the Rabbanish still gave us, doesn't do that, or maybe we hope he doesn't do that, or maybe in certain instances he does do that, but not in the Lechmapani. And this maybe we'll see about what maybe about Taylor too, we'll talk about the Nassim in a minute. Um, The Benish says, I'll give you enough money that you'll be able to do all the mitzvahs I command you to do. Now you'll tell me, what are you talking about? How can they do it? Uh, uh, they go out a little of last year, it's this much money now, it's so much money. That's my problem. You just buy it, you'll have enough money. Yeah? Okay. That's what the Benish does. Now, which I will give you what you need when you need it, no matter what it is. If, I'm, if I commanded you to have it, you will have it. And therefore, and, that, and how you will have it is I'm going to give you the money. Now, I'm not talking about here, I'm going to go into what people say. Well, if that's the case, I'll buy a $10,000 pair of film. And why should I only spend $500? That, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you'll be able to do the mitzvah until you can able to. To go and do your flaunt, flaunt your godless in front of other people. That's not what I give them to you for. Okay? And you want to give them it. So the Lechma Punim, the Benisham says, no matter where you go, what's going to be, and no matter what the price will be, you'll have it. And if that is you don't have the money, then I'll make the situation in the world that all of a sudden you'll be able to buy for no money. You want to go to like right now? A guy went to Hawaii, it cost him 120 bucks, right? And he said, What do you do? 120 bucks, it's a thousand dollar ticket, right? 120 bucks. Why? Because I want to go now and God made it that I can go now because of COVID, whatever reason is, that's what the ticket says. So I went to the go. or anything like that. That's the Rabbanishan problem. So that's what the Rabbanishan is telling me. If it comes from that, I want it from the Mishkan money, because the Mishkan money is money that I have to make sure will be suffice to do everything I need to the Mishkan. And therefore, and I'm telling you it will suffice, that means that what you gave is not enough. And I think that it's my job to make sure that it fits in with the money. Now, now, it shouldn't be like you always have guys who give stocky. Like you just told me God takes care of all this, so he doesn't need me too much, right? So I don't have to give. Right, then no, no, that's that's the next attitude. So I'm saying, no, no, that doesn't work that way. The mansion says you give what you can give, and then I'll take care of it. But if they take what you can give, I'll make sure it happens. And if you take a look in different areas, Russian go to Lakewood, I mean, New Yeshiva is the opening, brand new buildings, 
living in a yeshiva in, 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 in New York, it's an old yeshiva already, can't get enough money by one building, building and you're not going to build a new building, you're not going to the money. Why? Where's the money? Right? It's not for me. But over there, we need it over there because we don't have any. Oh, here we got it. Here you want to just make, you want a new one instead of an old one? That's your problem. But you want to, but you want a building? You got it. You can't get an old one because there's no, 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 no old buildings around that area. You build new ones. New ones that cost a million dollars. How am I supposed to build it? Don't worry about it. It's my problem. That's what the patient said. But you have to give what you can give. You don't give what you can give. I don't do anything. Because I need, I'm helping you. It's not that I'm doing your work for you. Now, this is what happened by the Nassim. What is the thing by the Nassim? It's a very interesting thing. God, it's not here. It's in Parshish Nosei. That it says that the Nassim repaired their reputation or whatever it is for not being called the Divlave, getting their youth back, if you want to call it, is by donating uh, 12 oxen and six wagons to the Michigan, to carry, to carry the Michigan. What has that got to do with the Michigan? It doesn't, it, it, it's, it's nothing to do with the Michigan. So what he says is, the Benisha, we weren't safe to participate in the building of the Mishkan because of our cheshbin. But now we're going to think out of the box what's necessary for the Mishkan. Mishkan has to be transported from place to place. We want to, we're going to give that transport. With that, we're making commitment to Choldavadah, that wherever the Torah goes, we're going to make sure that there's going to be a place to learn it. Not going to be. And when we put up that place, that's where we have success. When we forget about that place, then we don't have success. And I think we see that in America, Befeirish. When did we really start having success after these shivers were built? Before these shivers were built, we didn't have anything really carrying on. Yet, sure, yes, you did. And before that, we even had hospitals. But we didn't have something that's, that's for Taylor. And the way we should have built was the, the shivas, the shuls, and, and, and the hospitals. Built the hospitals, the shuls, and the yeshivas. And that's what took us a little too long to get there. But we got there. And we saw what we built up. And that's our commitment that Claudius Soil made uh, at the time that the machine made for them. The tailor will always be available wherever it has to go. And that we understand a little bit over there. The Rashi in the beginning of Parsis Baloisha. Uh, uh, Rashi brings down Baloisha that Aaron was a little upset that he wasn't involved in the Korbanis, whatever it is there. Maybe he wasn't even involved in the, Mato, uh, the, the oxen, him and his shaver. What does that mean? No, they're talking about this commitment that the Gahana made, that I mean, the Nasiya made, was to make up for the fact that they didn't just participate in the Mishkan, right? And, and that's why they, 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 they're making a special commitment. Aaron, you participated, so what's your problem? And the second thing is, if you're talking about in the Kobanis, can anybody be in Kobanis without Aaron? There's no shy for Kobanis without Aaron. So Aaron's got 
doing in every coven that anybody brings, he's doing all the work. So what is he that the other guy donated? Big deal. He's doing the work. He's doing the avoider. He's doing the kavonis that go into it. So what is he? What's he jealous about? He wants to have more than them. That, that's right. You don't claim that's unfair. Like, I want to put up a big sign. You unfair to Yisraelim because Yehanim and Levim get the shaded lady gets fifty percent of all Aliyahs every week. Fifty percent of all Aliyahs unfair to Yisraelim, right? Okay, what are you talking about? So I think it means that my, that that Aaron was saying, you know, you gave me a commitment to that the hashkafa of Klal Yisrael belongs to me, and it's my job to figure out first of all the problems of Klal Yisrael and how to how to address them. Where do we see that the, about the uh, what do you call the Klai soil? The problem is Klai soil, but he by the girdle, that you throw a girdle, what do you need to go between two, two things? Right? And let's just say the one on the right is this, the one on the left is this. And you know, at least on the cash, they both look the same anyway. You're supposed to look to take two goats that are colored the same, same height, same everything, same thing. So they both look alike. What does it make? Which one is which? No, you have to know where Klai soil is. If the, if the you mean, if it comes out the the azozel comes out on your right side, then you know Kali Yisrael is in a very low madrege, and your job is to teach him our basics. On the other hand, if it comes out the right side, comes out the soil Hashem, then you know Kali Yisrael is in a big madrege, and you have to figure out how building yeshiva is a bigger madrege. It's not to build that. You can't always be on the same level. Kali Yisrael changes, and your job to be involved and always in the chinuch Kali Yisrael. So you gave me that, so therefore, if that's what you gave me, then I'm in charge of the chinuch. And now you told me the biggest yisoid of anything that Pshad is we teach in the house, the ikel proud what what's most important of life. So then, what do I left to teach? That's what he's asking. They're teaching that Teva is the most proud, most important thing. Your job is to make sure Teva is always going to be around and always going to be there. So what am I going to tell them? I don't have to teach above them. So Rashi tells you, big said, your job is to do the beauty of Teva. I want you I want you to make it that the that the mayor is going to write by itself. And you know what you do by that? Nochamo. Nochamo. Parents can't do that. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Write this thing a thousand times. Parent can't get away with that. But the teacher, okay, that's his job. So we, we, the kids accept it. And therefore, they're able to do it. And they're able to put it in. And, and that's the real job of the Rebbe. And with that, he was Mufuis. But now there, our generation, unfortunately, we have to teach the, even the Ashkafas of the house in the Yishim. Therefore, maybe we slow ourselves down a little in, in, in the actual production and stuff. But the uh, but that but unfortunately you took over the parents' job. But in reality, the fact of what we want to be and how to get there—that's that's literally the parents' job. The actually doing it—that's the legacy. Now, in the Mishkan, we we speak about the Adonim. 
the, 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 this is the end of the, uh, the parasha of, of the Kude Dakit. And this is uh, a Sipurna, it's the only Sipurna in Pasha Pikudei, but he's so right in the words. But we know the word Mishkan refers to two different things. One, it refers to the building itself, the total building, we call that the Mishkan. And as far as the actual avoid of the Mishkan, that's the Esirias. That is the ceiling of the, uh, 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 of the Mishkan. In other words, that there was a covering of 10 yiris, that uh, 10 uh, different uh, curtains that were sewed together, not sewed together, hooked together, that they were able to put uh, together. And that became the cover of the Mishkan. That is the ceiling, what is seen from the inside of the Mishkan. On top of that was a cover. And on top of that was even the nicer cover than that. There are three coverings on the Mishkan. But the one that's called Mishkan is the bottom one, the ceiling, in other words, not the roof, the ceiling. So we have two, third, two times what it means, okay. So now it says, in Shishi in, in Pekudei, the Mishkan was put up. So now, now he's going to say, how, now how was it put up? Moshe put up the Mishkan. He put the Adon in which is the uh, stuff that holds up the, the boards. Ayosin is kosher, he puts the boards into the adonim. Ayitin is bricha, we got the, the, the pipes, the, 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 the whatever is that, that holds the Mishkan together all because through the, all the boards. Ayokim is amudov, he puts up the amudim. Ayifer is the oil on Mishkan, he puts the oil on the Mishkan. The oil is the covering on the Mishkan, right? That is that covering the top of the Esiris. It's the middle covering. And then he put the, the third covering. When did he put up the first covering? Right? Doesn't say. So therefore, he touches the Pasik. means that's what it means. You put up the first covering first. The original said it stands by itself. How do you put up a ceiling before walls? So he says either had a mess, or he got guys with long ladders and tall ladders, and they stood there holding it until they built up the boards. But why build a building that way? I mean, it's a very strange way to build a building from the top down. No, it's not being top down, but the top first and then going up to it. Reality, we see this the whole day over the If you know what you're aiming at, you'll be successful. If you don't have a goal, you're not successful. And that's what he's telling you. The first thing that goes up before we build anything, the supports, the building, whatever it is that we're building, you must have a goal. And you must have to know what your goal is. And then you can build everything to fit that goal. I'll give you a Marshall as a place to tell you. There are out of town communities. <clears throat> And the kids are not any dumber out of town than in New York. Very few that there are, very few can say they prepare their Talmud or every one of the Talmudim to be able to attend an out of town yeshiva, meaning yeshiva out at New York school center. Meaning in the ninth grade, we'll be learning all tastes or something like that. Very few can live up to that. Why? 
The kids are no dumber out of town than in New York. So why should they be such a problem? But the thing is, he goes out of town, you have a different mixed community, whatever it is there. And you don't know who you're building for, and you're hoping you're going to get the kids in yeshiva, and you hope you'll be able to keep them. And so what are we going to teach him? We'll see if we go along. Let's first put the adonim down. And then we'll put the koshim down. And we'll keep building. We'll see how far we can go. So, you know, by the time they got to the eighth grade, we were very successful this year. The kids started missionaries in the eighth grade. Okay, go to Nisha in New York when they start Kimura. Fifth grade. But the eighth grade, you're pretty much in tasteless, but the old tasteless or not, I guess that's a difference. <laughs> uh, uh, Kishwin depends on the class, depends on the boys. But basically, we're in tasteless already. We all understand we have to learn tasteless when you get to when you come into the eighth grade. Okay, so once we're in that idea, but how do we get there? Because we knew we have to prepare a boy for this. He has to be able to learn old tasteless. How are we going to do it? That's that's why I jump on the bottom. Think of the first year we'll learn Chumash, second year we'll learn this, third year we'll learn that, fourth year we'll learn that. We have a curriculum we build according to that with the goal in sight. So if we don't have a goal in sight. The curriculum says, okay, let's add on a little bit halacha this year, add on a little this this year, that, but we never get down to the nitty gritty of what learning to this. And that's what we have that problem. And therefore, the Adonim, now, the Adonim, interestingly, were the only thing that was made of that you couldn't give more or less for. But the Adonim is also really built for the Adonim, you also, every guy gave a shekel, and that went into the Adonim. Why? Why not? Why should I give a donation like all the other things? Give according to what you want to give. Because the Adonim is the foundation. Every Jewish kid has to have a foundation that he can get to the, to the top, to the Mishka. If you don't give him that thing, it's unfair because he's not going to make it. Now, first, so everyone has to have the same foundation, meaning the same the same ability to learn, to, to read, the same ability, these things, all of these things he has to have. And now, obviously, everything goes according to his Kishkan, that everybody has the same uh, gifts from HaKadosh Baruch But they have different ones if they don't have the same one, but they have different ones, but all for the same purpose. And they go up, and they go to the next Madrege. And then it comes to what you want, how far you go. The Adonim, the Koshim, were given according to how much each person had. There wasn't said, I have to give this much. I can give as much as I have. I gave the questions. Everybody is that. In that way, I would think, I don't know how we can look at it. I don't want to say the, the, the ceiling. They reached the ceiling, but the ceiling looked funny. You know, this guy, the ceiling was two feet down. So it was still feet up. But it means that they reached their ceiling. And was the person could reach his his potential. That's all Rebbeinu is interested in. He's not interested to judge for us to reach Moshe Rabbeinu's potential. Nobody can reach that because the only Rebbeinu only gave one Moshe Rabbeinu such potential. That's the only reason. Not because it can't be another Moshe Rabbeinu. We're all Moshe Rabbeinu. We're all one. We all can say because we're all aiming for our potential. God gave us this gift. That's what he gave us and that we can bring up the his usage. Now there are different types of potential. Every person in the world looks at things differently. And that's Yerushalmi. 
that we all look at things differently. And therefore, no one duplicates another one's vision. And therefore, everybody has something to add to Torah. That's something that the other guy didn't think of. Not because then, because his mind is not set to think that way. Children's minds are different from grown-up minds. So I'm tell you a story of a grandchild of mine. I may have mentioned once before, not. But anyway, he was uh, in the third grade, and uh, the Rebbe thought I told him the Shikotei, and I thought the Rebbe told him the Shikotei, and he made it up himself. You know, there's a discussion about the Yam Kriyas Yamsuf and how Shifra Rayon was able to see she was greater than Yecheska Ben Busi, Rambam uses that Russian, Rabbi Yeni uses that Russian, that the smallest person in the Dura Midbar was greater than Yecheska Ben Busi. Right? Why? Because what they saw, they saw more than the Yecheska Busi ever saw. Right? And therefore, and so the question is why the Torah referred to them as Shifcha Rayon. I mean, you're greater than Yecheska Ben Busi, because Hanaviya Rayon, something like that. You don't call it Shifcha Rayon. So they got it going to Musel, and the thing comes fast, you know, hold on so fast, you lose it, whatever they did. And all these things are true because that's the way they're supposed to see it. They had a Bali Musin, they didn't give a Shmusin, and give us what he called, and that's how they saw it. And they, well, I didn't think about it that way. I just suddenly didn't even think why they called the Shikhalayom in the first place. And they did, and therefore, because that they have done because the Shmus, and it's a semis. But then a kid looked at it. And they told this Spianical, they told them that, uh, the, you know, the Medrash, that when Kriyas Yamsuf happened, all the waters in the world split. Right? So he said, you know, that's why the heavens split, because the heavens are made out of water. Right? Oh, that's why the heavens split. So what's the Kasha? Why they saw? He saw because it's open. So they saw. Has nothing to do with Godless. There's nothing to do with anything. Well, there's no way of looking at it. Who said that we're having a dialogue? Who said we're even bigger than Yechesk Ben-Buzi? Right? Now, why should I learn that way? I'm not saying you're good. I'm sure there's a good emphasis. We can learn from it. Some good lessons from it. That sometimes a person imagines he's bigger than Yechesk Ben-Buzi because he saw more than Yechesk Ben-Buzi, but in reality, he's only a shift alayom because it didn't come from being stable from greatness. It came because the thing was open to him. So that's why he saw it. And a person has to look at things that way. So you see, it's different between a kid seeing something, a grown seeing something, two different ways of seeing something. But yet both can teach you a tremendous lesson of what's important. And more things than that really take into account than what I was talking about on that in the first place. Uh, okay, that's that's the first why baby should make all of us think differently, and and then and then finish that. And therefore, every person when he does something, when he says says something, that's his chaylik and teyre. That when he may add that piece of chaylik, he makes teyre richer. Teyre can exist without everybody's contribution. Obviously, how many fray how many fray Jews are there? And they also should have a piece of chaylik of teyre that they should have been able to add, and then and it's getting lost. But that's because the Torah can even to know the halachas of the Torah that we can know without everybody think. But to understand it clearly, 
Like each, each new idea, we get a new understanding and that we lose. The terror becomes poorer. It's not as rich in an understanding as we would have everything. Now you say we have enough without new things, you're right. There's plenty of stuff out there. And therefore we don't know everything that's out there. But Lamaisa, there's nothing beyond that we can't absorb. When we hear something, we may not be able to study it by reading it and stuff like that because of the time it takes. And that's why a shear is so important because a shear includes many things that to look them up, but what are able to think about them would take so many, so much time. And this way you get ideas to think about in a short period of time. And the maybe you get more, more out of the, the whatever we're learning. So and that, that's the point of the shear. The shear is not important for me to, to, to be up here and talking to you down there. That's what it was. Uh, you guys know more than me, and it has nothing to do with that. But it happens to me, maybe. I'm saying things which you think of different ideas. And, uh, and, and, and I got the platform, so you're nice enough to let me tell it to you. But, that, but that's basically what I'm, what I'm doing. I'm just telling you my ideas of what it is. You may agree, you may not agree. You may say from that, from building on that and say, oh, he said that, you know, maybe, oh, that's that over there. And then that thing over there. So I got a new idea, new chat, new, new, new way of looking things. And, uh, and, and, and that's really what, what the thing is. So time-wise is what you really gain from Ishia. Now, with the gain for yourself, it's very hard. But, the, but, the, but listening to Ishia, once I got it, so it's easily to think about. Um, I'm trying to think of anything you could have said more than. That's about thing I think the book is in here and the feeling. Uh, uh. Mm. Uh. You don't see it here, it's Ikea talks about the Ikea, the old. That seems to be this, the Hakkeru Pashbi, Kudai, that the oven, the whole way you build the Kachikadashim in different ways, and the, 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 the Kruvim that are up there, and the importance of the Kruvim and so on. The oven itself is a, it is a very strange thing, according to the mother. Proving one was male, one was female. And uh, when the Benishon had Shalom Akwaiyaswil, they appeared in a pornographic picture, what we would call pornographic uh, vision. The, they were intertwined. 
because the Av of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Deklai Yisrael Kiyosu Sarkos and Al-Kala. We say these, we're showing this in Davening, you know, Kiyosu Hashem Alayla Kiyosu Chosun and Al-Kala. We're not talking about visions, pornographic visions, we're talking about Avas Hashem, Deklai Yisrael. When the Chubin came, they separated. First of all, the claim shouldn't say that we have pornographic material in the Mishkan, but the idea is also at that time God was angry at us. We're separate. We have no shaykhs one with the other. That's an important part of husband and wife relationships. Now, of course, it's a physical, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that the bench may do different types of people, and they really want it. And that's why it's called the Metziah, the Metziah of the husband, the man has to look for his Metziah. Of course, there's only one, we use the Russian, in English, even soulmates, that this is my soulmate. What do you mean, my soulmate? This, you mean my, this is my partner, whatever it is, no, my soulmate. This is the one that was given to me. One one nefesh, one nishama, two parts to one nishama. And that's the way we're supposed to be. What do you mean two parts? Because there's two jobs that we have to do. We have a job to, to work the field and to watch the field. The woman's job is the shama. The man's job is to keep working it. And when he broke up on them, that was the part that he made. He immediately broke him up because he should have reproduction. Anything over there, but that will be always be the woman will always be the woman of uh, she has to be uh, of the uh, the woman's job is to be an Asia connect. The woman will always be the helper and the opposite. That's her job. That means there will be a lot of contention in marriage. It's there on purpose. And if you're Zoha, so for good things, she'll help you. And for bad things, she'll stop you. And if you're not Zoha, she'll help you for the bad things and stop you for the good things. But she's always there to be the other side, to make sure that you're doing the right thing. It has nothing to do with, oh, you're always fighting, you're always saying, that's my job. You may live, but the job can be done in nice ways, you can be done in other ways. That's a different story. But Lamay said, that's my job. And my job is critical of you. And the thing there, and it's, not, and it's not that I don't like you. You know, uh, the biggest lie with the very last Lapidus, we just learned it in the, what do you call it, the daily oath, that she had three names. Aitaka was the same gay. Kapidus was an Amoritz and became Volk Ben Avinoyam. And the thing over there, because he what, became South Flashem. He wasn't just a guy. A good soldier go out and, and, and beat Sisley. He was uh, he was a South Hashem. Anything she made him out of whoever he was. How the shit took place, don't ask me, but that's a different story. But the mice says that that's what she did, she created. Rochel married Rabbi Akiva. She took Rabbi Akiva, who was Akiva, and made him Rabbi Akiva. That's the difference that they made. She leaves Shalom. That's the point that they, that's the job of the wife. And therefore, that job sometimes takes a lot of yelling. You got to take the criticism well and don't back off because you feel insulted because probably it's nikyab. And therefore, it's to figure out how to get around it. That's a good job.